Welcome to the Quorum Deo podcast, where we are shaking things up this episode. This episode, we're doing things a little different, and rather than have like a set topic where we talk about it for the majority of the episode, uh, we're just going to do a little bit of a chatting time, if you will. Uh, Just a little recap of our busy couple of weeks and last month or so. We'll throw in a book review or two in there and just kind of have a little dialogue here of just kind of whatever, in a sense. So that's the plan for the episode. If you were expecting a big old um, topic that we were going to talk about, then you will be disappointed. But hopefully you won't be disappointed in the change that we're doing. So let's, uh, but but one thing that is the same is your hosts. We're still Caleb and Martha, and we still have uh, some things that we'd like to communicate to all the listeners out there. So let's jump right in. Um, When talk about how busy our last Mm -hmm. month was, uh, we we had a wedding in there. We had a ladies' conference that Martha was very influential in and planning. Uh, and we had a pig roast mm-hmm. that um, our pig Wilbur was very influential <laughs> in planning as well. So, and yeah. Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. That's and what started few other it small off. small things in there. Yeah. Thanksgiving started it off. And then uh, that was all on a sat. Those, those were all Saturdays we just said. Yes. Yes. That's but the thing. But obviously there were other events in between. So... Yeah, a busy October. It was. And we did not get a podcast recorded. We didn't. So here's to October's podcast currently. This and is... then we'll do another one in a few weeks for November. Hopefully get back on track. That's right. Yes. Back on track is always nice. Always nice to be on track. It is. Whatever that Especially track is. Especially if you're a train. Yes. <laughs> we just watched the new Mission Impossible last evening that train did not stay on that train track. did not stay on track <laughs> that train was demolished at the end and uh, technically half of the carts were still on track cars or carts i forget what you call them cars <laughs> yeah, okay uh all right so let's start with uh hmm, what do we have here did we already get through october was busy we did we established that october was way too busy how did, did you did do wanna... do you want to talk about like um would you do that again? Like how busy that was? Yeah. Did you? Well, I had no you, choice. Yeah. No, it was just the way life happened. To Thanksgiving. Us. I. I mean, I couldn't change when Thanksgiving was. <laughs> uh, the family that got married, the couple that got married, I had no say in picking that date. <laughs> They're probably listening. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> We're very happy for you. <laughs> yeah, obviously, weddings are awesome, but I'm not going to be like, hey, can you guys move this? And then the pig roast, that was probably the only variable we could have changed yeah. was the pig roast. But, and uh, no, because we couldn't have kept the pig any longer. Yeah, it was already it was already pretty big. And it was cold. And Well, he was fine, but yeah. it was just the weather for like getting people outside. We had a beautiful day for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was uh, whatever. But not, not much you could change. But yeah, looking back on it, I hope I don't have a month yeah. like that for... A couple months at least. Yeah, I hope we don't do it again for... To breathe a little bit. Yeah. I feel like when you have a month like that, you just do it because you don't have a choice. But you look forward to when things return to a little bit of normal. Um, Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, our normal is not very normal, but still. Yeah, but our our normal is acceptable. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're... Yeah. I I roll with the normal and it's acceptable and I don't mind it. It's it's those out-of-normal events where... 
you know, every weekend. It's hard of the kids too. Like, not not saying that these events are to blame. It's just when you no, have something we like had that. So much fun oh, in the month awesome. of October. The kids loved it. But you know, by the end of the month, you're like, you know, it's Halloween and you're feeling pretty scary, like the way <laughs> <laughs> the way things happen. But anyway, it's all good. Looking back on it, my highlight probably was. Sorry to the couple I got married. It was probably the pig roast. <laughs> that was pretty fun. That was pretty My fun. My first one I ever did. It was delicious. It was pretty good. And all of our animals are done for the winter. Are done. They're uh, in our freezer. In our freezer, which is pretty weird to say. Yeah, we had, uh, so we started the year with four pigs, two sheep, a goat, 14 laying hens, yeah. and 12 meat birds, and a dog. And we learned a lot this year with what butcher to use and what butcher to not use and how to transport animals <laughs> to the uh, Certified Food Inspection Agency place. And how not to. And how not to. <laughs> uh, and yeah, learned a lot. And Lord, uh, Lord blessed us with having two pigs mm-hmm. in the freezer. Yeah. We donated one. One sheep in the freezer. We sold the goat. Yeah. Hens, the laying hens, unfortunately, yeah, left us prematurely. That was our sad, yeah, sad part of the farming. Well, the season. sheep and the pig we lost. Too, yeah, we lost we lost animals, and that's part of hobby farming and yeah. farming in general. Is one hundred percent. You lose some. And then the chickens we did last uh, last Thursday with a friend of ours from church. So it's pretty fun. Uh, we still have the dog. Yep. Yeah. And I think there's rumors of two cats joining the. Yeah, we'll see. The household, we'll see. Um, there, so is that enough talking about the animals? Yeah, okay, I cool. think that was good. All right. Uh, so that being said, November has been great. Uh, we're only six days in, mm-hmm. but it's been awesome. Um, I feel good. like anytime you make it through a season like that, you kind of hit the reset button and restart habits that might have slid a little bit. Or for me, that's the way I feel. And I still have a few habits that I need to... Um, I need to reestablish. Mm, I noticed those. Oh, come on. I am also <laughs> pregnant currently. Yes. Which we could talk about on the podcast if we so I'm desired. Sure, I'm sure all of our listeners already know that. Maybe. But if you don't. Um, and so I also haven't been feeling well for the past few months. So I feel like some habits are due to busyness that slipped and some just because I was in survival mode a little bit and just doing the necessities. But now that I'm starting to feel a little bit better, I am needing to restart some habits and housework and school and all the things that have still been going, but maybe not quite up to their normal potential. Right on. Yeah, this this is pretty wild. Number five for us. So we're planning all that and getting all that in order as we can, as much as we can. Yeah, I really haven't planned much. (laughs) Well, I kind of have. I kind of have. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I wanted to, one of the things I wanted to ask was what, uh, I always like asking people whether I'm meeting with, you know, guys in the church or uh, anyone, what, uh, what are you reading in your quiet time lately? So I'll ask you that. Um, ladies at church are going through the book of Isaiah. So we, that's what we've been studying. Um, and some. It's a highlight of Isaiah so far. Uh, well, I just made it to Isaiah 40, which I feel like that is like the most familiar. Well, Isaiah 40 and 41 are probably the most familiar where it talks about um, the rest that God's going to provide. Ultimately, 
Um, for the Israelites, it was bringing the exiles back, but there was a future rest that was promised, which was... The in 41? 40 and 41. Where in 40? Well, 40, it's like rest, uh, um, uh, mount up with eagles wings with, like yeah. eagles. 40, it's just talking about God renewing their strength. Um, and the ultimate rest being when Christ returns and sets up the final kingdom. Um, so I feel like that's the highlight um, of the whole book, really, because it keeps like... It's hopeless, but there's always hope. Like, it's hopeless. It, there's always hope. Like, as Isaiah presents, like, repent. Um, everything's so bad, but then there's always hope. Like, it never leaves it mm. um, as dismay. So, favorite chapter so far in Isaiah? 40 and 41. You're not just saying that because you just talked about it? No. That was the highlight, but also my favorite. It just goes together. My favorite is Isaiah 6. Good for you. I don't remember what's in Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6 is like probably one of my favorite opening of a chapter in the Bible. What does it say? He he looks up into heaven, sees the cherubim, the seraphim, with two, they covered his face with two. And he just, it's the trisagion, so holy, holy, holy. Oh. He sees this glimpse of heaven. Oh, right, yes. they're, They're worshiping and they're... He just sees this magnificent picture of God, and he immediately says, Woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. And then I think it's one of the angels gets a, it's symbolic, a burning hot coal and touches yes. it to his lips. And then he says, There, now you are clean. So you, you, have, you have holiness, then you have um, the sinfulness of man, woe is me. And then you have atonement all in the six, I think it's six or seven verses. And it's just, it's awesome. It preaches well. Yeah. Pretty fun. Anyway, Isaiah, Isaiah's cool. But yep. 40 and 41 are cool too. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What about you? What are you reading in your quiet time? Uh, so I'm just reading Matthew, but my quiet time is a little different. Maybe like I... I read Matthew, like if I say I'm going through Matthew in my quiet time, I'll read that, but then I'll also just kind of like sit there and be like, what did I see in this? And then I'll kind of go topical from there and just kind of look up other verses. Just kind of go around. Yeah. I don't really like just being limited to, I can only read Matthew every morning. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I do, and when I'm done it, I'll go to another book. But sometimes I think about different things and do a little word study that morning or something. So... Cool. Yeah. Um, that's our quiet time. When, when when did that ever become part of the terms? Quiet time. This is my quiet time. Yeah, I think it does a disservice because if you're not able to have quiet time, you feel cheated. Like, mm. for instance, if your kids get up and interrupt your hour mm. of quiet time, then do you just close the Bible or do you read the Bible anyways because you need the Bible? Like The big one, the big one growing up was like devotions. I have yeah. Devotions. I've been thinking a lot about it lately, and because I went through a season of survival mode just lately, it does become a temptation to get up and read your Bible just so you did it, and you can check it off. But really, for the believer, you've already, like, you're already redeemed. You don't need to earn God's favor. If you're not reading your Bible because you desperately need it, and you're trying to glean something from it, then it's not really that beneficial to you like i know god does honor faithfulness and obedience but still like the purpose of reading our bible 
is to glean wisdom and help, not to check a box for our day that we got up and we had an hour of quiet time. And that was really convicting to me when I realized I'm not getting a lot out of this currently. <laughs> so so what if someone doesn't feel the warm fuzzies mm. of getting up and saying, I don't really feel like reading God's word today? Yeah, well, that's the faithfulness aspect. Like exactly. we do it because we're called to faithfulness. But if that's always our attitude, like if that's not, like if that's a season and you're doing it through a season of exhaustion, that's awesome. That's faithfulness when you're not feeling it because Christianity isn't a feeling. But if you're only always every day of your life reading your Bible just to check it off, then your motive is off. Like if your motive isn't, I need this for my spiritual health. That's what I am saying. Does it have to be in the morning? Absolutely not. But there are... (laughs) You're about to contradict what you just said. It does not have to be in the morning. But I think scientifically, there's probably great proof that starting your day off well... Um, even with things like nutrition and exercise and drinking a full glass of water helps you have a a good day. So I Mm. think if you're also adding in there the word of God, how could that not be a good thing? But Mm. you should read your Bible all day long at night too. Mm. So scientifically, you should read it in the morning. I'm a scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, I'm just being a a meanie. all right. Uh, so, what are you? What are you reading? Let's go on to that. Yeah, I have also struggled. That's another habit I'm picking back up with reading. I feel like September and October didn't read as much as I normally would, but I failure. Yeah, I know. I am currently listening to um, "Teach Them to Work" by uh, Mary Beaky. Is that how? Like, as in Joel? Beaky? Joel's wife. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know if that's how you said her name. Um, and that is a very. Mary? <laughs> I think it's Mary. It sounds right. I think Mrs. You're right. Beaky. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Beaky part is I know, what I did I know. not know. So um, and that's really good. It's about beaky, yeah. teaching your kids. Unless you're French, it's BK. Yeah, I'm not French. <laughs> um, it's about teaching your kids good work ethic, but mm. also, like, it's just about having good work ethic. It's pretty good. And I'm listening to. Um, a fiction book. I have been reworking my way through Anne of Green Gables because I find that whenever you're having a hard time reading, you could start with something lighter that's easier to grasp. Mm. Um, but what I've been learning is not all fiction is equal. So trying to read good right. classic fiction, and there's always a good reason to read a story. Um, and I just started, oh, I should have brought it down with me. Uh, why we are sick or something like that, oh, yeah, which I, I have not got very far into. All right. Which a good friend recommended to me. Hello, guess, good friend. I'm guessing that good friend's listening. <laughs> you, yes. That good friend must be a good donor <laughs> to our podcast. What are you uh, reading? Uh, I'm reading a lot, but I picked one. But okay. do you want me to? I'm not going to list everything that I'm reading no. right now. Uh, I would recommend The Whole Christ by Sinclair mm. Ferguson. Read it for a little reformed pastor's forum, and uh, it was good. It's uh, it's talking about the middle ground between legalism and antinomianism. And what is antinomianism? Yeah, I was going to tell you anyway without you asking. So, but thank you for asking. No problem. 
we have people, maybe we've even struggled with this. I'm sure we have. I know I have. Between living a life of legalism and saying oh, we need more rules to be more like Christ. And then the other side of the spectrum is there's no rules. We just live for Jesus and we can have Christian liberty to do anything we want to do. That's anti-nomianism, which is saying anti-against nomian law, no law, because Christ fulfilled the law, therefore we're, quote, no longer under the law. But then there's a legalist that say, no, we, even though we're filled in Christ, we still need to follow the law that Christ followed. So the whole Christ is, the, the, by the way, that's the marrow controversy. The word marrow is kind of like a, a middle ground juxtaposition between the two. That's the marrow controversy. Uh, and Sinclair Ferguson kind of brings that controversy from its beginning in the Octavaden Creed. Uh, yeah. And uh, he kind of draws that through to how to shepherd. And I, it's not just for pastors. It's it's for any believer. The whole Christ seeing how Christ fulfilled the law and yet calls us to live lives of holiness mm. and kind of draws that middle ground, which I like. Uh, Sinclair Ferguson is He's a good guy, well well versed and a good academic, also a good uh, communicator. So, yeah, the whole Christ is good. It's not very long, um, but I highly recommend that. Mm. I think I'm gonna read it. It's it's more readable than like if I were to recommend a textbook or mm-hmm. something. Like yeah. it's it's very readable. Speaking of textbooks, you are in school. How's that going? Good. I just finished biblical hermeneutics. And what are you taking in school? I am taking a Master of Arts in Pastoral Studies. I ask because I legitimately always forget, not just for everybody else. It's all good. Uh, Master of Arts, Pastoral Studies, and through Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Cool. And where are you in that degree? Uh, I'm, uh, I hope to be done, Lord willing, next spring. That's awesome. I got a scholarship, and it requires you to complete a certain amount of courses in a year and i think that's been good for me because i'm trying to do a course a month good for you it's been no small task it's not it's not easy the hardest part is finding proctor to do all my quizzes and exams if you would like to be a proctor please reach this number i will (laughs) sponsor you in this podcast like oh it's that's the hardest part my the guys in the church have been awesome but because it can't be a family member it can't be a family member but it's been good i've been learning lots and i've enjoyed it awesome um what other questions do we have down there uh word of the episode word of the episode i have one oh please tell okay I was reading the other day in the Bible, as I often do, and I found the word in the New American Standard Bible, the word pugnacious. Oh. And I was like, what the heck does pugnacious mean? Do you know what it means? I have no idea what yeah, that means. It me- so basically, it's the word that replaced the phrase uh, quick to quarrel, I think, in the ESV. So basically means someone who's like ready to drop hands or drop gloves and throw hands and like ready to quarrel at the drop of a hat, essentially. Mm. It's it's quick to argue. And I think pugnacious is a pretty cool word. That is a very cool word. In the uh in the translation. Anyway, that's the word of the episode. Pugnacious. So, do not be pugnacious. Yeah, so give you context. It's it's Speaking of the qualifications of an elder and saying an elder can't be quick 
to argue, hmm. quick to fight, quick to quarrel. Which I read that and I was like, yeah, that's, that's a good thing to be reminded of for that's an elder. That's a great thing to be reminded so of. So there, here's your word of the uh, episode. The word I was thinking of is like not a word. Like it's, it was just an ordinary word, like reset. Yeah, that was every, my word. Every word is ordinary. Yeah, I know. But that is not ordinary. I would not, I would not have known that before. Mm. Uh, yeah, my word is reset just because that's where I am. I'm mm. just hitting reset a little bit, which nice. is funny because usually you do that like when school starts or in a new year. But for me, it's just November. Just November. Just November. November this year. November is a good month. We can start making fires so the house is warm. Yeah. It's cold outside. It's a change of season, which I guess is a new start. Mm. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. American Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. I like November. Yeah, November is a good month. October, I find, and I'm not just saying this because of last October, I find October is very busy because everyone tries to get their conferences in before Christmas. Everyone That's tries true. to get all their weddings in before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> everyone tries to get everything in, and it's fine, but it's I just I find it busy. Yeah, I never thought about that. September and October are busy because yes. September, it's like programs and school start mm-hmm, up and mm-hmm. things just kind of restart after the summer. And yes. then October kind of just continues that, I think. Um, and then November, you kind of switch gears to preparation for december <laughs> preparation of december <laughs> it sounds like a medication mm, well <laughs> no yeah. um so what else do we have here um that's all i have uh we have a plug for next episode do we want to do that now or do we want to ask any more other things here before we close up shop i think that's pretty good we covered pretty much everything the live stream i'm not seeing any comments yet or questions so we'll leave that for now (laughs) um yeah so next episode is on family culture on family culture so if you have any like things you want us to kind of speak to in that episode feel free to send us a little note either on instagram or text one of us um but family culture and you know if you're a listener and and you don't have kids um now is the time to define your family culture and and build that family culture or like and if you have kids all the better to kind of frame that build more framework to that yeah you were gonna interrupt me and i didn't let you so i'll let you go now well like i think for a person who does not have kids of their own, like you can't just assume that God will one day give them kids. Like, but you can build family culture in whatever situation you live Correct, in. Correct. Yeah. Like, if you are not blessed with a physical family, God has still called you to nurture and build Christian community around you in your church, in your in, church, around you, in your home, in your hospitality. So. Ah, so that's uh, before we get into that. I never even thought of that because I think family culture. I think okay, my kids, but. Yeah, the scriptures, there's also the, spiritual family. Yeah, spiritual family, and you know people who who have family that you know are grown up and exactly. they're empty nesters. Yeah. How do you have family culture? Yeah. So I think what we should do this is this is next episode. <laughs> believe it or not, I think what we should do is like draw the categories yes. out and probably speak to everyone. Yeah, be important. Yeah, yeah, good. Now we got that yeah. episode planning done. <laughs> um, anything else would you like to say, Miss Marthy? No, that's about it. I hear kids getting up upstairs, so yep, same time thing. to go make some breakfast. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, a little bit of a different episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, Lord willing, we will 
release another episode in a couple weeks about family culture. Awesome. Lord bless you in your endeavors.